Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mr. Martin. All right, all right. Let's start with this fucking... Okay, oh, all right. Let's begin. We can't keep Lucio here all night. He's got children to yes, talk Yes, we can. Yes, right. eat dinner in four hours. <laughs> yes, he gives it back children. Just break their arms and leave them in the woods. Yeah, and if you listen to our pre-show, you know what that's all about. But if you didn't, let me just welcome you to the Enemy Slime Podcast episode Give us number money. 151. <laughs> Sorry you missed out on all those great things we talked about, but that's just how life goes. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, you better believe it. I have Mr. Doug Wilson. Where's the beef? Uh, returning champion, Mr. <laughs> J. Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Yo, yo, what up, homies? Oh, so urban, so ethnic. I love it. And I don't feel safe. Added, added bonus, Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. At no extra cost to yourself, the listener. It's a full fucking house tonight, boys. And uh, we got we got shit to talk about. And why don't we kick things? You got on? like mad shit. You got to talk about my brothers to my homies. This is serend- my homeboys and back. This is serendipitous. We're gonna talk about Pokemon a little later, believe it or not. Um, but uh, it just seems fitting to me that episode one fifty one is the episode where we discuss it because, as you may know, one fifty one. Oh, true enough. Is the uh, is the uh, I think it's the year that Pokemon Red takes place in. True enough, dog. One fifty one A. D, P, I don't know. You know, you know uh, the truth. Then you'd be spilling it. The correct, mad the correct crap. term now is C E. But whatever. I'm worried that hepatitis shot didn't help Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's made its way up to the brain. Oh, I know. Dog. Why you spill? Why you guys spill the beans on the main podcast? That shit was supposed to be for the pre-show or pre-show <laughs> ball. You know what I'm talking about, homie? <laughs> That's true. Sorry, Will. We've already revealed too much. Give us money, by the way. Um, but uh, <laughs> why don't we, People do love when you say that. Why don't we start things off with the return of a, a favorite feature here on the Enemy Slime podcast, and that is, of course... Oh, what came first? Uh, <laughs> that is, of course, what came first. It's the hit new craze that's sweeping the nation. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael, you can start us off. What came first, uh, Black Friday or Murder. I think that's a trick question. Didn't they happen simultaneously? Ooh, ding, ding, ding. You got it. It's like, a, right. it's like a chicken and egg thing. One God, could, everyone knows the answer to that question is they came at once. Nobody knows. The, very few people know about this, but I'm a biblical scholar, and I can tell you that um, Cain killed Abel over some sweet HDTV. <laughs> it, was, it was a plasma, because they <laughs> right, didn't, man, they didn't have like, LCD and LED back then, but it was a pretty like, sick plasma. And like, uh, you know, fucking Adam was like, look, I only have one and it's 50% off. <laughs> so, you know, he's like, Abel, you guys got to do what you got to do. You have to give me this or I can't watch the Giants game in HD. And Abel was like, I don't care. And he's like, well, then, you know, I'm not yeah. responsible for what happens next. And if I recall correctly, he took out a knife and started thrusting it and closed his eyes and said, if you're in the way when I get over there, <laughs> you're in trouble. Uh, and it, the rest is history. So. That is exactly how it happened. But no, ladies and gentlemen, you got to keep it real in the year 10,000 BCE. If you're just if you're just joining us on this podcast, this is a exciting feature that we have every year, an annual tradition. It's called Stab Watch. Although I will say this year, uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I will say this, do, 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 do. It feels like we need like look. I'll put like a. a- like a guitar riff going like stopwatch. I I really appreciate you guys' help, but like I'll I'll put something in there. <laughs> I, 
I, I didn't really, you know, uh, wow. You got to give my dog, Mad Mike, some credit for trying to put no, that's some, licks in there. That's some enthusiasm. I appreciate the enthusiasm for sure. You're welcome. Things turned deadly Thanksgiving night outside a Reno Walmart when a road rage incident led to a person being shot and killed. As NBC 13 reports, this was a dispute over a parking spot and the suspect fled the scene. How so American he is that? He, he killed a man and he didn't take the parking spot? He didn't take the, I didn't even think about that until he said it. But yes, yes, they, they fought over a parking spot. He wanted that parking spot so badly that he saw fit to murder the person trying to take it. But then he elected You gotta not do what you gotta do out on these mean streets, you know? I mean, but then he didn't take it. It's he didn't park his car. I, I mean, that was smart. Yeah, but it's like it'd be the principle about getting respect and shit out here. That's true. I mean, he's no one's ever gonna fight that guy for a parking spot again. Uh, probably because he's gonna be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. will everyone come to fight that guy to prove they're tough enough to take the parking spot? Oh, that's true. You gotta ask yourself what's important: the hard time or the respect. He's like the M. Bison of parking spots. Like <laughs> He just waits for people to arrive and challenge him and then guns them down. Uh, I will say that the majority of our events take place at Walmart. Um, well, actually, no, because uh, uh, I removed a couple. But a lot of the, a lot of the violence over the holiday uh, centers around Walmart. I suppose that shouldn't be a hey, surprise. Hey, hey, yo, I got a question for all your numbskulls out there. Okay. How did y'all throw down on your Thanksgiving? Like, what did I eat? I had a shitty goose. I didn't fight anybody. But... You're dead, Doug. You're fucking dead. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like we're going to have our very own stopwatch here at Enemy Slime. Jared, I'm going to disfigure you for on principle. What did I do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, aside from being late to eat the goose. Yeah, the goose is cold. That's why it was so shitty. Just kidding. It would have been shitty warm, too. <laughs> <laughs> Kill both of you. I think you really are. I gotta I say, feel there's something going on here that we're not privy to. I, I ain't never eat no goose up in the hood. I ain't never eaten no fried goose. I ain't never eaten no steamed goose. What's the goose be tasting like? Um, a goose is like a, a, a it's it's a rich. Okay. Oh no, it's a rich dark meat. Um, mm-hmm. at least in color. Just like Jay likes it. It doesn't. Are they rich like my homie Steve Jobs? It doesn't really like, taste very dark. Jay's not going to understand this, so you need to talk on his level. Be like, yo, Sorry. G, it's like chumpies with the grape syrup, and then you mix it all up for 10 minutes. It's like, a, it's like a White Castle patty that you leave under your couch cushion for a week. Uh, that should be so succulent, dog. Yeah, it's very tender and moist. I don't know why I tried to answer the question seriously. Hey, do you guys want to hear about more violence? Yes, I actually yes. want to know. Maybe a nigga ain't never had goose up in this piece. It's this is gonna shock you, Jay, but I haven't had goose either. Really? Oh my god! Yeah. We ate One an animal. Right? Haven't eaten. We ate an animal. Lucio hasn't eaten. Mm-hmm. I that, didn't think that was possible. That feels really special now. I haven't eaten all of the animals. <laughs> I take back what I said about your goose, Michael. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like you we're still going to be upstaged when we hear about Lucio like putting a koala on a rotisserie. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna find like uh, like a fucking ostrich or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had goose, but I mean, obviously, I've had a pterodactyl. <laughs> exactly. Well, now I've just got to get some bald eagle getting on. Anyway, the goose. Ooh, is, that's a good one. It's a tasty, rich meat. What is that's the most? En- what is the most endangered bird? Uh, the bald <laughs> eagle. Well, it used to be. 
I suppose the dodo. Wasn't injured? No, but that's extinct. Well, so they say. Maybe I can get somebody to claw me a dodo and then eat it. The giant <laughs> ibis. The giant ibis is the most endangered bird right now? Uh, it appears to be a list. The new Caledonian owlet nightjar. Jesus. Oh, California I... condor. condor. Okay. California condor? That, that's close. Oh, yeah. Condors are, are pretty good thing. Eat that. Yeah, let's that's go. But that's a big, rich bird, too. Like, you're going to yeah, get... Yeah, it's a big-ass big, bird. You're going to get your time's worth out of that one. Kagu, Bengal, Florican. Well, these, are, these are fun names. But, guys, this isn't Goosewatch. It's Stabwatch. Yeah, let's go to the next violence, please. Goosewatch is next week. Shortly before <laughs> 4 p.m. on Friday, a fight between seven or eight men broke out in the Hamilton Place Mall in New Jersey. The argument spilled outside into the Sears and JCPenney parking lot. One of the men pulled out a gun and fired several rounds, injuring two people and killing one. Got to understand gonna... shit is real in JCPenney, son. I was just going to say, you know, you can probably tell what kind of mall they were at by the two stores they mentioned. Yeah. I mean, a very so yes, nice one. what is in the mall that is so valuable that it's worth, like, getting into a fight <laughs> over? Like, I kind of understand. Killing like, another human being over I understand when there's like a riot at the Best Buy because they're fighting over like TVs and shit. But I feel like the mall's like some American Eagle jeans. I guess you've never had an Auntie Anne's pretzel. I've that s- shit's worth killing over. I suppose not. And by the way, you know someone's out to get deep six for stealing my joke right there. They're our sponsor this week, <laughs> so we were we're uh, working out some slogans for them, seeing what we can do. The taste you'd kill six people in a New Jersey parking lot for. Auntie Anne's. The blood uh, all I have to say is that being New Jersey, I'm not surprised. The people talk shit about Florida, but Jersey's pretty shitty too. Now, if you haven't noticed already, this really shouldn't be called Stab Watch. It should be called Shoot Watch. Yeah, we we chose the wrong name because we've kind segment. of we've kind of graduated as a society uh, where we don't have time for uh, inefficient and all too personal. Uh, and trust America, everyone's got to carry a piece. Yeah, you're telling me. You would never um, know when some bonehead's going to jump you. A lot of our violence this year is centered around Tennessee. Uh, I suppose that shouldn't be a huge surprise. Here we have a 21-year-old Tennessee man was critically wounded in a Thursday night shooting in front of Memphis's Wolf Chase Galleria Mall. The mall was open at the time of the shooting, with many stores offering Black Friday sales a day early. Police did not immediately reveal a motive for the shooting, though they have arrested a 19-year-old suspect. So, could be... Deal related, we're not sure, but uh, but there you go. But it happened on Black Friday, so that's what. Matters. It happened on Black Friday, and that's what matters. Yeah. So there's actually, I've got a lot of car crashes in here. This is going to take a while. I, I am noticing you ain't mentioned a whole lot of sick loot people managed to steal in this stab watch. No, actually, very aside from being killed over a parking space, which by the way, just like that sucks. <laughs> like to, <laughs> to die for a parking space. Like I'm sorry, man. Like I'm, I feel some empathy for you there. Does the story mention like where the parking space is? Because like, was yeah, it maybe. a primo parking space? Was like right there at the front of the store? Oh, God, what if it was just? Yeah, a sh- look, what if it was a it, shit it, one? It's like it's like my man Benny Frank said: either you stand for something, or you guys get shot for anything. I mean, your your man Benny Frank is very wise and old, but a parking space is not the hill I'm willing to die on. It's 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 an odd choice. I feel like it is the hill that I'm willing to kill you on. However. Now, I'd, are you are you really willing to get another human being over a parking spot? I do like the idea though that this was like good one, way, yeah. way, way <laughs> back in the parking lot. Like, 
It wasn't even a good spot, but it was just a matter of principle. It was like, I was going to park here. And he's like, I had my signal on, man. And the guy was actually trying to go to the Kmart across the street. Right, right. Yeah, like he was he was going to set up his camper and uh, and camp out in the Walmart parking lot. But hey, guys, Tennessee's got a whole lot more going on. Two more Tennesseans. Is that a word? Were wounded sure. when gunfire erupted outside a mall in Chattanooga Friday afternoon after a fight inside. Uh, and again, I don't have any, uh, any details on what the fight was over, unfortunately. Uh, but just going to town there. Now, this year, Stabwatch has even spilled out across the pond where they've had a slightly more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, traditional, uh, event. Stabwatch. Is, uh, on Black Friday, an off-duty police officer was stabbed as he tried to stop a suspected shoplifter on Black Friday. The officer received non-life-threatening slash injuries to his neck, face, and hand at an HMV store in Leeds City Center this morning. Not this morning, though. That morning. That morning. I chip, chip, cheerio and shit. Hey, so this is so Brits don't think that they're smarter than us. What do they carry at HMV? Ooh, this is making more sense. Music, film, and TV. See valuable goods and services. Y'all don't remember HMV back in the day? Did we no, have I don't it think here? We had that over here. Yeah, we had them all over all, all over the town. I feel. It, I feel it would like... appear that we did not. <laughs> United Kingdom, Canada, Hong Kong, and Ireland. Wait, where's where's the hood? Is no, it no, we had we had we had H we had H and Z going down H M V that going down in the states. They closed up shop. It's like everyone else closed up shop, and they left along with Tower Records and the Wiz and all them other places. We used to have a Virgin Interact. Uh, Virgin store here. It was pretty good. Expensive as fuck, though. How old were they? We talking 18. We talking 16 gets you 20. Uh, I don't know if they were allowed to say. They were in Canada. That's pretty close. We'll just say that that's... I'm, 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 I'm being mad serious. We had HMVs up in New York. Maybe it was something that Florida and Salt Lake didn't get. It looks like he might be right. Really? I don't know. I remember there used to be a lot of those type of stores, and then they died. It, uh, ours were, uh, I remember, Sam Goody. We had yeah. Media Play. Uh, we had Media Play for a while. That turned into FYE, and I think that's gone now. Yeah, we had FYEs. We had Specs. Everyone uh, had FYE. Virgin FYE Records. was like a cockroach nest. Yeah, I, I did find one in New York. HMV unplugged and out of business. Um, <laughs> That's just the that's the snappy headline announcing that they're gone. That's not the name of the store. Although that would be a very <laughs> forward thinking name for your store, like unplugged and out of business. <laughs> I don't HMV feel that's how you want to start your your business ventures. Yeah, I thought Jay was just fucking with us. This looks real. So HMV is where I got a lot of sexy anime back in the day. Yeah, that's where you paid like uh, thirty dollars for two episodes of FLCL. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Yep. VHS. Yep. God, I remember fucking FLCL used to be such a ripoff. I paid ninety dollars. How, how do you break a, like a four episode anime into three discs? I don't know, but they did it. It was amazing. Those were the days. I don't miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody does. I don't. I don't miss that one bit. That was ridiculous. God, I, I, I bought the like the the DVDs for Spawn for like a friend, mm-hmm. and. It was three DVDs and it cost me like sixty dollars or some ridiculous number like that. I, I feel like F- F- FCL was like 
especially a huge ripoff, though. Yeah, it was. I think out of all of the ones that I had, it was probably the worst. Um, Cowboy yeah, Bebop. So I remember Cowboy Bebop was like best value. It was four episodes per disc, and I think Trigun yeah. was like mid range. It was three episodes per disc. But the most heinous one was absolutely FLCL, which couldn't be bothered to give you more than two. Yeah. And coincidentally, I just named all the animes that it's acceptable to watch. You forgot Samurai Champloo. Yeah, yeah, you had FLCL there, I nerd. Li- I liked Samurai Champloo, too. That's fair. Fair enough. But after that, it's no bueno. Uh, no, Gurren Lagann. Oh. Yeah, Gurren Lagann is good. You might be too anime for Jared, though. I was talking about this today, and I want to get your guys to weigh in on this because I I feel like uh, I feel like I get profiled a lot, and I've had <laughs> I've had at least three people this week ask me if uh, if I saw Doctor Strange and what I thought of it, and the answer is no because I'm never going to see Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's pretty good because I hate that shit. I'm just wondering if anybody else gets that too. Like you tell them about your neat video game website, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, so you must like Full House?" No, that's not one. No, uh, fuck you. I think that's a you problem. No, 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 no. Big Ben Theory. Oh yeah, Big Ben Theory. Hey, Big Ben. That one's just about the clock, right? Everybody talks and wonders (laughs) what goes on inside that clock. I don't know what the fuck is talking about. I don't care. I don't watch the show. Big Ben Theory. Never mind. <laughs> Making fun of your accent. <laughs> He's a hate monger. I'm sorry. I can never help myself. And I always feel awful afterwards. You should feel awful. But I did. And it was great. But did you say should or shouldn't? I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is allowed to because uh, this is cool, but not you. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and ass. I don't make fun. That's good to know. Okay. Well, I won't ever talk about Big Ben Theory again. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with this. That's the end of Stab Watch. <laughs> da, 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 da. See, my, my, mine was better. I yeah. feel like you didn't get a whole lot of stabbings on that Stab Watch. There wasn't a lot of stabbing, and that's probably no, due to the socioeconomic trends that are driving Black Friday out of relevancy. Believe it or not, I, I think things improved uh, this year over last. I think that we're living in a more peaceful America now, uh, and so... You know, um, it's just just it, saying. You know, who wasn't present like last year? I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I stayed inside on Black Friday. I got me my Amazon deals. I ain't seen nothing that I want to buy. I got me a cat bed. You got a cat bed? I got me a cat bed. That's pretty dope. We, we talk. We talking eleven ninety five. I am so disappointed in you right now. Eleven nine five dog for that cat. Bed. I actually did go Black Friday shopping. shopping. What did you get? Not necessarily. Tell us about your haul. So my my son's birthday was on Thanksgiving, and he got um, a GameStop gift card from one of his horrible, horrible friends. Um, what? And he, okay. he he he's been wanting Call of Duty, uh, not Call of Duty, Number um, Two Zombies, Garden Warfare Two for well, like a ever. little different game. Yeah. So I'm a curious one to mix up with Call of Duty. Well, no, because it's Garden Warfare and Modern Warfare. Yeah, and it's just as a Call of Duty, but um, so they had a sale. They had it on sale for like twenty bucks. Okay. So I was like, oh, let's go to fucking GameStop, and it was alright. I mean, it was a line. You phrased it to your son. Yeah, he's yes. like, let's get, get, fucking get in the cars, boy. We're going to fucking GameStop. 
Exactly like that. So was it? Uh, a, was I it, hope y'all know you could have taken advantage of the fact that GameStop on Black Friday was giving you them Lego Dimension sets with them Green Arrow Legos. Why the fuck would I want to Lego Dimension sets with a Green Arrow? Yeah, I'd rather peel I, off my fingernails. I could have sworn you had Lego Dimensions. No, my kids have Lego Dimensions. Right. Lucio That's why you would get adult. Lucia literally can't touch it or he turns into dust. I just like, like you took your no, kids I, to GameStop. I, that was the whole I played it. I played Lego Dimensions because listen, listen like nigga, it. I am paying attention to the story that you was telling. So don't try and play me. I do, I do play Lego Dimensions because my kids like it and but I, I don't like the game. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> I was just I was just informing y'all of the deal you could have taken advantage of. That doesn't help me anyway. No, it's okay. If I, if I have the less Lego Dimensions that I have to play, the better it is. That's okay. If I said, hey, did you know that yesterday the guy who has the Brinks money tra- uh, money truck that goes around and picks up all the money, he left the door unlocked and you could have gotten in there and gotten the money. That's not, <laughs> not help. There's the man who's mentioning the Tycoon series for our peoples that ain't going to get it for a month. Oh, here we go. Calling back to the pre-show again that the normies can't get into. God, the savings you guys are missing out on just because you won't give us five dollars. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't realize this would get so bad, but it did. It really did. Um, oh, the podcasts, yeah, they've gotten pretty terrible. <laughs> so anyway, the point of this story before we we continue with this bullshit is that uh, there wasn't really anything going on in Black Friday. It was just you know, there was a line, but it wasn't a big deal. So uh, I was gonna. So it wasn't like a huge clusterfuck because I don't like going uh, into GameStop no. on like a normal day, because yeah, I don't know what. Maybe it's just my luck, but I feel like when I go there, it just happens to be like the exact same date and time as someone who wants to trade in. It's like someone who turned forty and is like, I can't play these anymore, and just took every game they owned and like console and is having them like test them all. Oh no! There was like uh, like a sixty-year-old grandpa trying to buy something for his kid, and they like fucking ripped him off with like a Call of Duty Infinite Warfare super special dick sucking edition or whatever. Uh, do they do, they that, do that? Game sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so like he ended up paying like hundred and twenty bucks for like a game that was probably sixty bucks. Like stupid shitty like grandson is not going to appreciate. Uh, and then there was like this one guy like turning in like an Xbox 360 and a PS3 and like 7,000 games for so you can buy a PS4. But you know, seashell games the bullshit. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right. Uh, it is a miserable store to shop at. So it is. It really, really is. Sorry to any of you that have had to deal with that recently, but neither here nor there. Well, you have to work there because I know, like, I know. People that work there, yeah, Jay included, that can tell you that working at GameStop is about as fun for them as it is for the customers that go in. That can't be true. Every time I'm there, the employees seem to be loving it. <laughs> Don't lie, Jared. They can't get enough of all the deals and games and stopping. And uh, It wasn't bad when we locked customers out. <laughs> Did you do that? Yep. Yeah, how often let me ask you this when you're a GameStop employee how how much of your job like what percentage of your job is asking kids to leave because they've been playing the game station all day like none of it really you just don't give a shit you just let them do it yeah just let them do it it's like whatever we don't care well that's cool you guys are cool hey they they, they were more concerned that you were like selling 
magazine subscriptions and shit than any of that. Like, they didn't actually care if you sold any games. They wanted you to sell pre-orders, and they wanted you to sell magazines. Right, because the margin on the magazines has to be pretty great. Yeah, we, so it's like, you know, if you were coming in and playing pre-games, it's like, whatever the fuck. We've had this discussion before, oh. I think, but GameStop's model is just so all over the place, and it's not... a store that you're going to have in like 10 years because they have just oh no it's it's flailing on his deathbed ex- actually the, this um this investors call last week they were saying that they didn't meet their quota and they were blaming exclusively a call of duty infinite warfare oh yeah their numbers that's got to be nice to have a scapegoat like that i mean i guess uh, but I mean, it, it would be better if they actually made money and wouldn't go out of business. Or... It still doesn't explain now, why they didn't now, sell enough used now, can, I, can I interest any of y'all in a Helio? Well, I don't know. No. I don't in know a Helio know... cell phone. Oh, in a Helio cell phone. No, I'm good. Okay. Should we talk about Pokemon? I, 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 I sure I can interest you in the Helio. Oh, was I supposed? To... Yes. All right. So no. Helio is like the phone of the future. Okay. So is there? Was that a setup for something? Like, yes, I would like. Uh, to, hello, I would like the Helio phone. I'm, I'm into your improv here. Let's do it. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? It's me. I would like to buy a Helio phone from this Game Stop. Okay, you, well, you're you're knock when you go to a GameStop. Helio phone. I have to knock at the GameStop Jay works at because he locked me out. Yeah, uh, he locked customers out at our GameStop up in. Up in the Bronx, up on Fordham Road, we did that. So I'm if sorry. If it was raining or it was holidays, we would lock customers out. So I'm sorry. Yes, I would like to buy the Helio phone. I don't know what it is, okay. but I know that I want it. Well, you want the Helio phone because it's going to be the phone of the future. Everyone's going to have this. Like, forget the T-Mobile sidekick. The Helio is the one you want. Side and, question. Do you have any end yeah. gauges? Well, uh, we we have some engages used. If you want to buy them, no, I just yeah, want to get you set with the engage used for thirty dollars. But for thirty dollars plus another thirty plus like a three year plan on our Helio, I can get you a Helio hooked up. Now, this is why you want the Helio, okay? Because the Helio lets you know where your friends is at at all times, and you cannot turn that feature off. So if you want to spy on your friends, you want to spy on your wife, and be like, "Yo, where you at?" and the bitch be like. Yo, I'm getting my hair done at the salon. You could be like, I see you right here on my Helio. You at the club. I know you cheating with Ray Ray, so don't even be tripping. No, Ray Ray, anybody but Ray Ray. That's just no. disrespectful. Ray Ray is a really charming guy. I could see why she would do that. But that's neither here nor there. I guess my first question is, does that work even though my friends don't have a Helio phone? Uh, it only works with other Helio phones. Oh, okay. So not only do I need the Helio phone, but I also need to convince everyone I know to get the Helio phone that, as well. That would be ideal, and it would be most ideal if you had them all buy the Helio phones for me for my GameStop. Okay, well, I will buy this, but only if that you can... That is genius. I will buy this, but only if you can get me a subscription to There is no way video this marketing plan can go wrong. I will also give you a subscription to the magazine. You Look, look you ain't really buying the magazine. You're buying the card. And the card it gets you like a deal on all the used games. Like you, if you, you you buy video games, right? You like playing video games. Yes, I do. Jared, That's why I'm you, at the game Jared, shop. You should if trick you, him you, into selling you a pre-order for Nuke Nukem Forever. Would you, would you like to buy? Would you like to buy a pre-order for for Final Fantasy 16? Oh, uh, look, they, you got to trust me. That one's like right around the corner. How old will I be when that comes out? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's five dollars. You have five dollars, right? You don't need that five dollars, right? Anything. You what? What you going to do with five dollars? You going to get on the bus? No, no. You're going to give that five dollars to me, well, and you're going to get a pre-order to Final Fantasy 16. It was my bus fare, but I suppose you're right. This seems like a, a, an equitable uh, decision to make for my future. So I have sold. I have bought all hey, these man, things. Hey man. Hey man. Hey, listen, look, you can you can get your pre-order out at any time. So really, that's a, your five dollars forever. No, I'm you, just saying you want to put you, that five dollars. You already Final sold Fantasy it 16. to me. Why are you doing this? Okay. Stop. Just take the money and now tell me what this was all set up for. What happens now? That's a very good question. I never asked when I worked at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you well, never go to this point. GameStop, I never actually got this far in the sale. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't actually have any of those phones. Uh, this, this phone's not actually real. I just never... Box is empty. Never got, never got this far. No, whatever. All right, cool. I'm excited. Hey, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about Pokemon. Would you believe? Would you believe that I'm talking to you heart to heart, down to earth, like a real homeboy talks to his other homeboys because of Pokemon? Oh my God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, I would believe that. I forgot. I forgot you said you were gonna do a bit. Yep. <laughs> what, what do you think this was? I just thought he had a fucking stroke. <laughs> and, and your reaction is to like egg him on instead of calling the ambulance. Let's do all that, Jared. Well, yeah, of course. That's if any of you have a stroke, I'm just gonna sit there and ask you questions. <laughs> Man, it's a shame we didn't start with Pokemon. We could have been done with that a long time ago. <laughs> That's how you. Uh, well, yeah, I shouldn't have. Michael, do you really think this is when I make him stop? Shouldn't have asked about the Helio phone. Uh... Now, the heliophone was a real thing. No, I, I I'm, you know. I'm Googling it as we speak. It looks great. I can. It, was like a, it was like a GameStop exclusive. And what they did is that to push the Helio, they would send like a sexy model to your store to pose with the Helio so that any guy that walked in, she'd be like, hey, you boys want the Helio? Wait, so do they still have them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I think I should be I, like... What? Is a Helio like a sex act? They ran on the Sprint network, so you know they're good. Oh, uh, they're they're like some Korean thing, some South Korean thing that uh, all of them are South Korean. A while ago, yeah, they don't look uh, they don't look like they're doing very well. Well, I want to talk about my homeboys in Team Skull. Yeah, how's that going? I I, I want to give like a shout out to my homeboys. Like, look, look, they got some real boneheads up in Team Skull. But homies be knowing what's down in, in Team Skull, yo. They know how to be talking like it's all real and shit. So, the, so what you're saying is Pokemon Word. Sun and or Moon uh, is I, using down-to-earth everyday language that you would see in, like, your hometown, for example. Word to your mother. Yeah, yeah. That's, that means yes, right? True enough. <laughs> okay. Oh, so... <laughs> I'm doubting your street skills, Jay. <laughs> well, my street skills are on the level of Pokemon Sun, so Okay, well let's do more improv. I'll be the I'll be the street chicken vendor and you come and request my No, I'm just kidding. Just So so if he's if he's if he's doing Pokemon Skull Team Skull, he can't be like on fleek, you know? Right, right. I, I think on fleek is a little too modern for team team. Exactly. Skull. You know, throwing shade, 
That's uh-huh. out. So is is Team Skull new? It was Team Rocket, and then it was Team No One Cares, and now what is it? <laughs> now it's Team Skull. Now it's Team Skull, who were a bunch of low self-esteem wiggers. What were they? they just go out and... What were they in the last game? Uh, I actually don't remember. I know what they were in the game before. Um, I don't remember the last one. The game before was actually kind of memorable, so that would yeah. The one the one before was kind of memorable. The one in black and white was Team Plasma. Mm-hmm. So I remember who they were. I don't remember what it was in Oh yeah, because black, black and White had like that whole discussion on like freeing Pokemon, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was like interesting. See, even I remember that, and that's amazing because I think Pokemon is just blended entirely into one gelatinous mass. Meanwhile, hey, l- listen, I I I am gonna remember Team Skull as the low self-esteem white boys that that, that talk with wiggerisms. That Always throw around. It, I'll tell you what it feels like to me. Has anyone played The World Ends With You? No, but yes. I had to hear you guys talk about it a lot. So I, like, I feel it, like it, I it feels it. kind of like The World Ends With You jacked off into Dora the Explorer's pussy. Jesus and then she gave birth <laughs> to Pokemon Sun. She gave birth to Team Skull. That's how we end up with them. I don't know, man. Some of this for the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Boy, imagine what we say in the pre-show, everybody. <laughs> hey, give us money, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I, okay. So we were talking about te- we were talking about Team Plasma being memorable. I think I think that describes my experiences with like Black and White and my experience. And even though X and Y wasn't as memorable, they did do a lot of shit that changed the game for the better. Like like that was the first introduction of you know. 3D and and this new pre-cabin movement and having a fully customizable trainer and that's when they introduced the brand new uh, class of Pokemon, the Fairy class, which changed up the meta and all that. Um, but so when we spoke to you last week, it sounded like you weren't really getting much closer to getting a Pokemon than when you had started. I, right. s- I assume that resolved, but it sounds like having spoken to you a little bit about this, the the patterns have continued. Tell us. <laughs> Tell us, like, what your adventure is like in this game compared to the previous ones. Okay, so so in the other in the other games, right? You go on, a, you basically, you ba- basically, your mom's like, okay, it's time for you to get out, get the fuck out your house, out the house, because if you don't, next thing I'm going to do is break your arm, and you should go off and have a Pokemon journey, um, and then that's what you do, right? You leave, and you and your friends go and catch Pokemon, and. Your goal is to become the champion, kinda, and then you end up running into team whatever and fighting them and saving the world for Pokemon, and uh, that's it. You're going out and you're collecting Pokemon and you're having an adventure, you're having a journey. Like I feel like the basic pitch is very simple because it was a guy that designed a video game based on when he would go outside of his house when he was ten years old and explore caves and explore the forest and catch bugs. And slave that's what animals. Pokemon was, and, and slave animals. Make them uh, fight. Pokemon Sun and Moon is like watching an episode of Japanese anime and being strapped to the chair with no way to change the channel. At least they didn't just work through them. At least they didn't find a way to break it out into 36 DVDs. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, exactly. Yet. I mean, we do have episodic games now that might be. Yeah, just wait until we get like Pokemon Shooter. Episode one. Uh, I'm trying to figure. Out, I'm trying to figure out a way to describe this that's relatable, that's as relatable as Team Skull is. 
it feels like it feels like I don't know. Like like I I guess black and white and X and Y felt like an, an evolution. Like they felt like serious evolutions of the series, right? Black and white felt like it was like this huge narrative evolution for Pokemon because it was taking things in a more like. I want to say mature. It wasn't like super dark or anything like that, but it was a little bit darker than your average Pokemon story. Especially Jack, it, has, it has questions that I don't think Pokemon asked before, right? Like, why are we making these things fight and shit like that? Yeah, exactly. We just let them roam, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, and then I think, you know, it was, it was like a tiny bit grittier because the region it was on, it was based on New York. In fact, I went back to it last night and you're having, you're having like battles and moving subway cars and that's, fucking cool and it's got a lot like a lot of style and all that and then um x and y was like a real mechanical evolution for all the reasons i said and i i feel like what sun and moon does is that it attempts to fix a lot of things no one wanted them to fix or if they did want them to fix it they did it in like the worst way possible um and it, it, it reminds me of, of games like um Assassin's Creed and World of Warcraft in that way, where it's like, yeah, these things were kind of problems, but the way you fixed it has actually made it less fun to play. So a, a big a big thing is uh, the hidden moves system, right? Because the hidden the hidden moves would always require you that you take one Pokemon and declare them, this is your HM slave. This is someone who's going to be a wasted slot on your team, who you always have to go to the box for and switch them into your team and... And do things like cut down trees and, you know, swim up waterfalls and all this other bullshit. Um, it was a waste of a slot. So, so Sun and Moon does away with it. It gets rid of HMs. But what HMs did in the previous games is that it allowed for, like, a real sense of progression. So you would go and beat a gym leader and it would be like, okay, now you get this HM. Now you can go back and start opening up new pathways and start exploring all these new locations and all that. And in Pokemon Sun and Moon... It doesn't have that. Instead, it's just like a, a, a shitload of, of cutscenes. Like, if it doesn't want you going somewhere, then there's going to be like a Tauros in the way. Like, oh, we can't go there because there's that big bull. So, I guess you got to go back and do what the game wants you to do. Um, I will say, I am not going to miss having to lug around a Pokemon I hate just because they know how to use cut. Right. Right. That's, that's you know, it's something I... I, I that's something that needs to be addressed, but I don't think that they address it in the right way because, you know, I, I, I just don't, I, I feel like there's something kind of rewarding about getting cut and being able to go back to those old forests and all that and being able to explore it. And in sun and moon, you know what it is, it, it's literally just a cutscene that tells you, oh, you got to go back a few steps. And I think it feels, I think it feels counterintuitive because X and Y and black and white, pushed it as close to possible. Like, they were still linear games, but they pushed it as close as possible to, like, open world that Pokemon can do. I you know, Like, it wasn't as restrictive. You could you could go to gyms slightly out of order. Mm-hmm. Like, you would get two gyms to select from, and you would go and, you know, tackle one of those two gyms, and Sun and Moon is back to being very on rails. Like, this is exactly where we want to go. Um, we want you to it go. feels like so it's more of- on rails than normal Pokemon, anyway. It's, yeah. It's, and, like, a, and, it's um, like Final Fantasy thirteen, the Pokemon game. So, yeah, so if, yeah. if I can interject a little bit and, and talk about the HM system, I think that maybe one thing that they should have done and that I could solve this problem by keeping that sense of progression is maybe make it like a non-combat skill. So you will learn the HM and they will learn cut and whatever, 
but maybe you just don't need to use a slot in one of your Pokemon skills to use it. Just the party knows it now. Sure. And I mean, they had stuff yeah, like, like that. Uh, they had, like, think of the bike. Remember, there's, like, places that right, you can't exactly. go without the bike. And, uh, well, like, and, and they, sort of, like they, they sort of have that. They, they, they sort of introduced this thing called Pokemon Ride. But Pokemon Ride, it, what you do is, like, you dress up like a complete nerd. And then you get on some <laughs> big Pokemon. And you just, like, go wherever you want to go with them. But I, you know, what, you have to I'm, dress up like a nerd. Can you just like? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have you have to dress up like Duh. a nerd. You like look like a, a complete jackass. God, when you you're so Pokemon fucking ride. dumb. Of course, you dress like a nerd to ride your Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, there are they're like not physical things. So 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 on the first island, it wasn't so much like oh okay, so they're like these big rocks in a way, but they really only hide one optional area. Um, the all the other progression was blocked by a Tauros being in the way. It's like, oh, there's that angry Tauros again. We can't go that way. No, instead you have to go five feet in another direction because we want you to go see a cutscene there. Okay, now the Tauros has moved a little bit. Now you can go in that direction. You know, it's very. And then uh, the other dumb thing are these uh, guardian barriers, which are just barriers that randomly disappear after you finish the trial. Um, there are no gym leaders anymore. There are no more gyms. You have to do trials instead, which also are really very simplified versions of what gyms were. Gyms used to um, have a little bit of a puzzle kind of like integrated, yeah. right? Yeah. And instead, instead trials are just like, it. that's what it sounds like initially, but trials are some random whatever BS th- that they want you to do. Uh, the first trial, I had to go and fight three Pokemon in a cave. And, um, you know, I was chasing one of these Pokemon around the entire cave system. I'm like, oh, so clearly what has to happen is I have to try and block this guy's way. Um, but that's not what happened. Instead, Team Skull shows up and they're like, oh, we're going to help you catch that Pokemon for no reason at all because he wants you to be able to solve the puzzle. So it's all very simplified. It's all very linear. Um, and and it's it's all very streamlined. And it gets it gets rid of a lot of the fun. And, you know, I it, it, the closest thing you have to, to gym battles are uh, Kahuna challenges. And, and the Kahunas are four leaders of the four different islands and they'll battle you with their strongest Pokemon. Um, and the Kahunas actually double as the elite four. So you are no longer fighting 12 people in your Pokemon journey. You're only fighting four people and then you're fighting them again. Um, and these, uh, uh, the Kahunas typing, you know, their typing is dark psychic. No, not dark, not dark psychic. It's like dark ground rock, something like that, whatever it is. It's it's a typing that you can literally ball over like two Pokemon. Um, that's how that's how simple the game is now. So it's it's really easier. And what it reminds me of the it reminds me of um, of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. How they gave you the grappling hook. The grappling hook was supposed to be their big answer to fixing traversal, but all it did was rob the game of all the cool platforming puzzles that it used to have. Like all that challenge was just completely gone. Yeah. Um, all the innovations, quote unquote innovations in Pokemon now just seem to be shit that just takes from other successful things. Like there's a little bit of Persona in there and there's a little bit of a Dragon Ball Z in there. Like you get, um, uh, they didn't really change the combat system. The com- combat's exactly the same. And people have wanted them to like, uh, I-, I think you said your big complaint about Pokemon is the combat. So they switched it up by giving you these, these limit break style moves called, um, called something z right they're like z you get z stones you're now on a mission to collect these z stones and z stones are like limit breaks you just use them once for battle 
And there are these like amazingly powerful super moves that require that you pose like an anime character and your Pokemon surrounds themselves with, like a Super Saiyan aura. And this move does like a ridiculous amount of damage, so much so that it, like fucking ignores typing. Um, all that so stuff. That was going to be my first question: Is can you do like this amazing, cool move, and then have it be like that wasn't very effective? Yeah, but it wipe out everything anyway. Like it, it, it like yeah, it, 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 it'll say it's not very effective, but they're so strong, it doesn't matter. I, um, I, I do want to comment too, just to go back a tiny bit. It, I'm not saying that like having a tree that the character can't get around unless they cut it down is like excellent design, but it seems a little stupid that you could be dropping like Taros's left and right, but like, Oh, we can't pass this one. Cause it's an angry <laughs> one. Like, right. It's, it's like, that's not even, even if it was like an Epic Pokemon of some kind, I would understand, but like a fucking Taros. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't they just have guns? Can't you just go out there and shoot old Bessie in the head and then drag her well, body and, out and of then, the way? And, and, and literally the entire first Island. That's all it is. It's like, uh Oh, there's that Taros again. I guess I have to calm it down. Why don't you go do this other thing in the meantime? Yeah, why don't you just like <laughs> fight it like you fought all those other ones and end its life? Yeah. <laughs> Turn it into a uh, burger. Right, and now and now the second island is just Team Skull, and 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 in fact, the last time they ran into a barrier, it was Team Skull sitting in front of like a grassy field, and they're like, "Oh, we got to get some crunches out of the way. We got to do some crunches." Some uh, crunches. Yeah, crunches. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll come back when you guys, when you assholes finish doing your crunches then. To be fair, I have ran into a roving band of people doing CrossFit, and they would not let me pass. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky they spared your life, man. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah, you man. don't do CrossFit now. Like, yeah. Or at the very least, you're still hearing them talk about it. Their main they army. So I don't know. I, I think Sun and Moon is just like it's 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 come up with all the wrong answers and it's learned all the wrong lessons, and it feels like it's trying to be a bunch of shit. It's not like it feels like a very, it feels like Persona for kids. Um, in fact, the very first thing the, the the game makes you do before you're allowed to do anything else is that you have to go to school, and I think in every single game, trainer school is like suggested. It's like okay, go to trainer school, but this is the very first game where it's like no, you have to actually fucking attend school you, you and go, you have you, to fight normally you go in and like talk to like two guys and you get like a couple tms right 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 like this is the school and you get a tm and that's it and that's it but in this game it's like nope you have to you have to go through the classes you have to look for people you have to fight them and then and then you're allowed to graduate from school and continue on your journey can you make a girlfriend or boyfriend i i assume that if you play the guy lily will hold your hand later on that's what happened in the last game that if you were a guy like the female trainer would hold your hand can you like make them mad by not saying what kind of weather you like though or something that's what um, that's, that's what i want i tried man i want to walk like, up to him they're like don't you just love the rain and you say yes and they're like you're the worst <laughs> i don't think this is the kind of game that you're looking for well uh, it just sounds not, like that's not, what they're it's aping. not that persona yet it's not quite it's not quite there yet um, it is. It is a lot of like. Oh, okay. So, so that school was fun. Let's go and have a tea now at the Pokemon Center. Like, okay, I'm definitely gonna go have a fucking tea. Call me when the there's an entire Center. dungeon in a gay bathhouse, and then I'll be there. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't think Jay's finished with it yet. So give it time. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I still got, I still got two more islands to go, and then I guess the big end game ship, like the the main, the main, the main villain. Um, she she's literally just a a, a, a typical kind of anime villain. She's like, oh, I uh, I love Pokemon more than it. she's like your she's like your girl from Through the Woods. She's like, I hate my own daughter, but I love me some Pokemon. Well, that's good. Man, who doesn't? <laughs> I hope you all fall off a cliff and die at the end. Um, hey, nobody on the podcast knows what that is. That's true. Unless they paid for the that's pre-show. True. Hey, by the way. <laughs> Money. Now. With, our spe- with our special introductory deal of the same price everyone else pays. <laughs> Sign up today. Guaranteed not to go up until we raise it. I really appreciate it. It's a Black Friday special. <laughs> it's worth to stab somebody for. It's worth stabbing for- someone over here. For 377 easy payments of $4.99, you can you too can enjoy the wonderful stylings of the Enemy Slime pre-show. Buy it really today. This might really be what this is Call now. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Wait, wait, 377 is almost uh, $1,900. So yeah, do that. That sounds good. 1-800-ENEMY-SLIME. I don't we think we own that. Now? What happens if we dial a, that? There might be a couple more numbers. <laughs> Here, hang on. Let's see. I'll try it. Let's see. We'll do it right now. Uh, this is live. 1-800-ENEMY-SLIME. That's too many numbers. What happens when I dial it? All your dreams come true. Yeah. And it can happen to you. Oh, wait. It called someone. Thank you. Oh, shit. Who am I calling? You're welcome. What company is this? Uh, I really didn't think this was going to be a real number. Wait. Oh, so this is for local singles. Ooh. Okay. You call the party line, Jared. Is this... <laughs> I don't think I want to do this. No way, man. This is fate. I think I've done with that. Hey, wait. No, no. Let, let, let's take you on Payport. Continue <laughs> on. Press one. No, we're, we're going to steer clear of local singles. <laughs> Patreon would probably only pay for the first minute because those are like outrageously priced. Yeah, well, there you go. If you want to call, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of worried about what's going to show up on my next phone bill if I continue. So, uh, Called an 800 number, right? Yeah, 1 800 enemy slime. Yeah, so you're probably fine. So don't call one hundred enemy slime. We don't have information on local singles. That in your does area. not work. It looks like um, in- I have information on local singles, but you don't want to know those people. They're freaks. I mean, do call one eight hundred enemy slime if you want to meet local singles. <laughs> by local singles, we mean specifically Michael. I have a feeling the local singles are probably just like people in a call center. Probably. Hey, sexy. <laughs> nice to hear from you. Oh, Let man. me touch your butthole. What if I? What if <laughs> I? Hello, this is Michael. What if I had pushed one and we all heard? I am a local ring? single in your area. <laughs> all right. You probably would have heard my phone ring. That was a big uh, deviation, but um, <laughs> Jay, let me ask you this about Pokemon. It sounds like you're not really enjoying it all that much. Uh, no. What are we talking about? Game of the year. My question is: It seems you still have a pretty sizable stretch ahead of you. 
is there something it could do that would that would right the ship and like steer you back on track or do you think it's too late at this not point? at this point i think it's too late because i mean it's all it's also linear and cutscene driven there's like it's not enjoyable i what i like i like the very simplistic adventure of the previous games they go out there and catch monsters and then i i you know i i think a key difference between sun and sun and like the other ones that i played like like diamond had all of two cutscenes the entire game mm-hmm. and i remember exactly what they are and one of them's like a shitty cutscene and it's like it's trying to push this little ds and try to make it do the best it can with pokemon graphics and it's ugly but i remember it you know um i think i think in uh, pokemon black i remember all the major moments that went down like i remember getting on the first wheel uh with end and i remember all the gym leaders lining up to challenge team plasma uh, you know i remember in pokemon y when i went and freed the legendary pokemon from this evil factory that where it was hooked up to all these wires and tubes in Pokemon Sun and Moon, I'm so like overloaded with cutscenes. I don't care anymore. I feel like I'm watching just some. I feel like watching a tsunami on a Saturday night. I, I really, I really don't give a shit. What um, if the second half is highly eroticized? Uh, it could. I be. don't think that's what we played. We've Pokemon. we've talked before have about you, our right. desire have for you, a series to go like full insanity. What if it goes but, full insanity and like there's Olivia? a sexy scyther? Have you seen Olivia though? Oh, you're not you having sex it. with Olivia. You're having sex with that angry Tauros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But have you have you have you seen have you seen like the seal's final form? Oh yeah, that seal's hot. That's a sexy ass Poplio or whatever. Yeah, so to become less stupid looking. Uh, Poplio has been adopted by the <sighs> trans community because they believe that its evolution chain is a representation of uh of transitioning uh, your gender. Uh- Really, yeah, you keep telling us that. podcast. If you like what we have to say, please subscribe. Listen, you're, you're fucking shitting me. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. That's real. They, they. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, no. They, they. I read a whole article about the other day how Poplio is one of the most important Pokemon. Because no, you're kidding. You, that really can't be not. real. Link it. I'm really not. I'll go find it. <laughs> I'll do now. it. You at, ho- you at home, if you believe that God defines gender roles like the Bible <laughs> says, donate to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Bible also says that. I mean, folks, this can't get hope. much worse, can it really? Can kill Abel or Blasphemy. Oh, it can. <laughs> it can. Yeah. You could find out. Uh, hey, read that article you didn't want to read. I got some comments. So, uh,. So Pokemon, uh, uh, alas, we'll we'll send that off. We'll give it the Viking's funeral, and uh, maybe we can circle back to it when Jay's done and see if anything sexy happened to change his mind. Uh, but before you wrap up the podcast, I know that uh, Lucio... I, I I do want to say this. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> I do want to. Hey, when when I got when uh when I came back to the, when you guys rescued me from Kamaza Hideo Kojima, and I was given two games to review: Pokemon Sun and Watch Dogs Two. I expected one of them was going to piss me off, and I expected I was going to find much delight with the other. And that happened. (laughs) I was correct. It just didn't happen with the games I expected it to. Yeah, well, you know, it's been a year of surprises, so I feel like that was probably a fitting way to (laughs) close out your 2016 in video games. Like, that seems right. It does feel weird that Pokemon won't be on our Game of the Year list uh come january but watchdogs 2 very well could be <laughs> yep that's strange it feels weird right yeah it, <laughs> it doesn't feel right it feels right like, 
It feels wrong. not right. Lucio, I know that you had uh, a small update on Tyranny. How are things coming for you there? Oh, I finished it. Um, Did it satiate you in the end, or how do you feel? Satiate me in what way? What the f- like? Are sexually. You, are you satisfied with your RPG experience? It's really good. Um, what I really like about it that I wanted to talk about is that I think it's it's a fairly short game, but it's one of those games where making choices actually has real important consequences in the game where you can actually get different um, missions in different, like, visit different places depending on what choices you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something you don't see in RPGs a lot anymore. You know, the last thing, the last thing that I can remember that was kind of like this was um, the uh, The Witcher 2. Uh-huh. When you had that one choice, you know, at the beginning of the Act 1, and then Act 2 was completely different depending on what you chose. Right, right. This is a lot like that, where if you... So at one point in the game, you're going to have to, like, pick sides. And depending on what side you pick, uh, you will have completely different missions. And you will visit different places. A lot of the places are, um, are repeated, but there's a few that are unique to each mission. And there's also uh, a few missions that are mutually exclusive. So there's a lot of playability in the game. Another thing that I really like about it is that it tracks so many of your choices. It's like fucking ridiculous. And sometimes there's stuff like I didn't even like know what's going on. Um, that, you know, was tracking those choices. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it will bring it up like, I don't know, seven hours later. Like you, you will like be a dick to some guy. And then, you know, you would, like, completely forget about him. And then you would be having, like, a conversation with, like, some faction leader. And you would be like, well, let's find a way to work together. And he would be like, no, you were a dick to my guy, you know, seven hours ago when we don't trust you enough or whatever. Um, so I really like that about it. It's, it's a very well put together game in those terms. I like the idea. So you're, so, so you're, a... saying, oh, you're saying it's not quite like Pokemon when my mom will ask you, Hey, do you want to go on a Pokemon journey? I told her no. And she says, Hey, are you sure you don't want to go on a Pokemon journey? And she, she, says, yeah. she says, Off you go. Hope you don't run into any <laughs> angry Tauruses. Exactly. It's kind of like that. And um, so there are at least four paths that I can see. And so I, it took me about under 30 hours to complete the game, which isn't a lot for this kind of RPGs. Um, and then I play like some like seven more hours on a different path just to make sure that um, there really is a difference between them. Mm-hmm. So there's a, at least four paths, and the two paths that I've tried so far, each of them have had like mutually exclusive events really? or missions or areas. So I have so, a, I have a question for you regarding choice in this game. Then yeah, because uh, I've I've spoken before in plenty of detail about my distaste for morality systems and the appeal that I have in The Witcher, of course, is uh, that it's not about a right or wrong choice a lot of times. It's just about what choice feels right to you. Uh, (laughs) And so uh, my question is... There is no morality in this game. You are a fucking piece of shit regardless of what you're doing. Okay. and it seems to me that every path you choose is going to have you do something horrible in the end anyway. So, 
so it's, <laughs> a, so it's any, a Telltale no, game. It's, it's uh, <laughs> no, it's more far-reaching than that. Um, you know, we're talking about levels of like sinking an entire region or blighting it for a thousand years. Um, cool, cool. Uh, so you know, whatever you do, like, there's some variety in this game. You, everybody's evil, and you're evil, and it's more about like the politics of the things, like, you know, trying to bring all these factions together. You mentioned so it's the Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, actually. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Um, in a good way, like you know, you, you're trying to like compete with all these other assholes for. So, you know, your place in the hierarchy. You mentioned something that I think is a really interesting concept that's not explored in games very often, which is that at least this is what I took away from what you said. Tell me if I'm right. It, it seemed like you were saying that there were decisions that you made in that game where you didn't even like really realize that they were decisions. Does that sound right at the, at yep. the time? But then you would come. Yeah, so like, yeah. I imagine a game where like at some point someone asks you like, do you like honey or agave nectar more? And you just, no, just it's, like, oh, it's I, like, I like honey. But then later on... I got they, diabetes because of you, man. Later on, they like offer you tea. And if you say anything other than honey, they're like, well, I can't trust a man who <laughs> isn't honest <laughs> about his sweeteners. And that, like, that's very, very specific. Well, it's he, way more subtle than that. Has this situation happened to you, Derek? <laughs> I'm just wondering if agave nectar plays a role in tyranny. <laughs> It's it's way more subtle than that. It's the game is very text heavy. It's it's it's, it's more subtle than what Jarrett described. I think my example was very subtle. Um, you would never think that choice would come back to haunt you, but what if it does? Should have I mean, I guess in a way it's kind of like that, but it's more subtle in the sense of um, some of them don't really matter. Like you can, like you have a prisoner, and if you like choose you to tell him that he's going to die. Uh, and go to hell, or if you tell him that he's going to die, he was that. It doesn't really matter. I think that the difference between uh-huh. honey and agave nectar matters a little more than you're making it sound like, Lucio. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like the, not all, the genius of it is that not all the choices are important. So you probably have to play the games a few times to figure out what, which are the things that they're keeping track of. Yeah, I like uh, that. That's so really I'm, 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 I'm confused. Is there a choice that involves agave nectar? Yes, that's what the whole game is about. You have to like secure. It's it's like you know, like Dune, where you have to secure the spice. Where this is like you know the nectar. Right. Okay. This is like whether you choose the bird or the cage, man. He who controls <laughs> the nectar controls the world. Um. So it's like I say, it's I'd, a very heavy game. By the way, uh, honey has a lot of health benefits. One of the things that I really like about it is like. Once you yeah, are, but that's only um, if you get like real honey, not that like store bought high sector squirrel throat. Okay, okay, Lucia, we're done. We're done. Oh, just keep going on with the honey. He's not coming back next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Neither am I. Hey, these are fun when I get to participate in them. <laughs> see why it's so appealing. Right, I can see why you're so antagonistic. <laughs> Shut up, Jared. So yeah, we don't. I'm sorry, Lucio. So tell me your favorite <laughs> thing about tyranny. So the the cool thing about the game is that I mentioned before that you start with like um, your group of misfits and you're pretty much just fighting dudes all the game, and, and that's pretty much like 90 percent of your encounters are gonna be against like just other guys. Um, 
consisted of war. Uh, you can talk your way out of them, and you can also use your your speech skills to like make it easier. But it's still a war, so you're gonna have to fight. Uh, but as the game progresses, you're gonna start like unlocking these places of power and like absorbing all this like super powerful magic, and also like discovering all these really cool um, artifacts that have really really important powers and. One of the problems that Infinity Engine style games have is that by the end of them, you end up being like super powered. Even in like games like Pillars that are more um, kind of um, balanced for this. Mm-hmm. But you, you have a power problem with that, actually? No, I'm just saying it, it's one of the things where like it feels like by the end of the game, you end up like just course stopping everything. And this happens here, too. And yeah. I don't know if this is by accident or if it's designed that way. But by, like, I would say the last third of the game, you are just, like, fucking laying waste to these people. Like, they're not a challenge anymore. You're, like, swatting them like flies. And it feels fucking awesome. Um, it really is a power trip. So, uh, but, I mean, what, 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 what's your thing? What, what are you? Like, so, my character is, like, a hybrid mage with, uh, like, a spear fighter um but um so so when you start getting the artifacts so the artifacts are um pieces of equipment that you can find that there's a lot of them i found about 10 of them but they have like skills that are unique to them so i had gloves that could bring literally people back to life so it's one of my like people died in combat as soon as my main character was still alive she could bring them back to life. Um, that is like a Pirates of the Dark Water thing. It's kind of like that, yeah. So, you know, you get all these, like, super powerful artifacts. And one of the things that I really like about it is that, you know how in a lot of, like, RPGs, you are super powerful because you're, like, the chosen one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like in Skyrim, you're the Dragonborn because you're the Dragonborn and you're powerful. Like, like or in Pokemon Sun. Right, powerful. Pokemon Sun, you're powerful because you are the Sun Pokemon guy. Um, no, because you are the chosen one who gets these, these crystals. I'm dead serious. That sounds horrible, but we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you so, ever get to push a car down a desert road with all your friends? No. Uh, that's a good question. Do you ever go downtown? Cops. You get to go to downtown and look at that dress you've been admiring on the news. You don't. I don't think dresses have been invented yet. Um. <laughs> I will. I will lie. If that dress, every, every, is... everybody, everybody is like clad in armor in this game. That's boring. If that dress is as important as people have made it out to be in that game, I'm picking it up because I would love to play a game where people just fawn over a dress for the oh, dress simulator. Dress. Just like you don't get to wear the dress or use the dress, but you're just like you get to be impressed by the dress. I know you want to. It's wear like the Project dress. Runway, the game. <laughs> I yeah, think that's a great risk. description from from every single thing I've seen from uh, uh, Final Fantasy 15 that describes it perfectly. Yeah, Project Runway, the game. Exactly. Oh, hey! I, by, by the way, as, before I forget, I actually have a code for Tyranny to give away on the podcast. No, give it to me. Give it to me. I can't give it to me. Well, I guess you guys, Why? you guys could do the thing. That would be very unethical. <laughs> so what? I'm gonna do it. Save the code. I'm gonna get it on Steam right now. But would it stop? No, I'm not. 
not giving you the code. <laughs> so let me give out our. Let me get out. I want to. I want to try and mix it into our conversation because I feel like I keep throwing these at the end and people don't actually have to listen to the podcast because they just skip to the end. And so the next time we do this, it's not going to be at the end. So don't even try it, you fucking thieves. Why don't we just edit this into the middle? <laughs> That's a brilliant idea, but we won't. Uh, All right. So well, the, the number, work for Jared. The number which we're going to uh, post on Thursday, of course, the last octet or not octet, quad syntet, whatever the fuck. Uh, how many? How how many are there? It's K, like Killer what? Instinct, the game. It's C I, like can I have some honey in my tea? It's five, like the number of different types of agave nectar available on the market. And it's six. That's not true. You're making that up. It's six, which is the number of golden rings in that song about Christmas. That's not right. (laughs) Are you ever right about anything, Jared? (laughs) It's six maids of milkin'. Five golden rings. Five golden yes. rings, six maids of milking. Like, I mean, literally, five golden rings is the one lyric everybody knows. No, How wait, do you fuck that up? Is it, because is it's Sonic the Hedgehog. No, it's seven maids. Of, what's six? Six. Henzelayan. Oh, six Henzelayan. Well, what are one six Henzelayan? What's a Henzelayan? Eggs. Henzelayan eggs. What do you mean, hen, what's, what's Henzelayan? I'm from Parliament. I know that. I don't know what a hen's laying is. Hen's laying an egg. But I, I have an egg. Egg. City boy. Store. I don't. I don't need a hen that's laying eggs. Well, this is back in the medieval times. Tell when... the hen to stop laying and get up and do some work. Well, they should have had some <laughs> foresight when they were writing the lyrics in the Middle Ages. <laughs> is that where that song's from? The Middle Ages? I don't even know. Uh, I'm on the wiki. Hold on. <laughs> Pull it up. Look it up. Find it. Published uh, in 1780, so it's actually fairly yeah. recent. tell me, uh, tell me your final thought on tyranny. What do you think? Should I get it? Is it worth playing now that we gave it away? Yes, it is. Um, oh, good. The, the only thing I would say is, was, it's a game that you will probably want to play um, a few so times to get can, can, all can the you, content. Can out you repeat that number so that I can have it on my phone? Like the whole number? <laughs> yes. No. One in hundreds enemy slime. No, he said KC. Uh, no, 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 I read it wrong. It's F U C K U. There we go. Wait a minute. Don't um, these usually have a number right. So, uh, actually, Lucio, you just made me think of this, and I promise I will be so, so brief, but I do just want to comment because I haven't talked about it since the first week I started playing it, just barely. I've been working on Dishonored 2. And uh, every time I, I I don't know why I do this to myself. I decided to do a non-lethal run. I don't fucking know why, because I want the trophy. And there's, it's so objectively the right answer because there's, there's no trophy for killing everyone and you don't, (laughs) you you get the bad ending. So like, it's very obvious that they want me to be a goody goody. And every time I fuck up uh, and get caught or seen somewhere, um, I just go hog wild and kill everybody, and that game is so much more fun when you're a murderer. <laughs> it's ridiculous, okay. and you just made me think of it because you mentioned it's a game you have to play more than once. And I feel like Dishonored Two so far is really shaping up to be that for me, where I'm I'm debating whether or not I should even keep playing it the way I'm doing it, and if I should just break and just murder everyone. 
Yeah, you should play like a man and kill people. Give up my trophy dream. It's a really fun game when you're an awful person, but it is not a very good time when you're uh, a, a boring... Whatever. Why does the series skip time to do that? I don't know. I, I don't know why they like that so much, but it's, it's just... like, we're going to give you all these awesome tools to fucking murder people with and then yell at you when you do it. Yeah, I... I mean that problem didn't go away. So if you were, uh, you know, debating on whether or not it was worth it, what is that? My computer that's making that noise? No, it's Jay. Oh. Well, more power to tyranny for not only saying you should, or for not only not saying you have to play a good guy, but making you play a bad guy. <laughs> so right? you have you have companions in the game, and they have their own, um, like allegiances and shit. But they're mostly politically aligned. So you have different factions and. They really align more to their factions than to their morality. They don't really give a fuck if you're, like, um, you know, murdering, like, a village or something. However, when you do get to, like, your bigger atrocities, they might have something to say. Like, when you blight uh, the land for a thousand years in one of the quests, they um, they have a problem with that. I don't know <laughs> Why? about that, Davey. Why do they have a problem with that? What a bunch of grumps. Um, so... So, yeah, in, like, the game doesn't really pass judgment on it. It's more about, it's really about faction play more than it is about morality. Just like life. Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, sometimes you yeah, belong to Team Skull and sometimes you belong to the other guys. Hey, speaking well, of life, I think it's about time we all get back to ours. Yeah, this is all I have. <laughs> So, 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 what was that final number being released again? What? It was. Uh, are you writing it down? You'll have to go back to the podcast and listen to it tomorrow. Yeah, you'll have to listen. Let's make him do that. I'm not going <laughs> to snipe the game. Come on. Hey guys, you see who who would do that? <laughs> A monster. I'm not going to do that. I'm actually wondering if maybe Jared's going to. Do Do you think that I like can't get the game? I I do want to play Tyranny <laughs> though. Right, exactly. It's not like we can't all see each other's Steam profiles and see if Tyranny mysteriously shows up tomorrow. Hmm. Hmm. This I'm like, the only one that can be innocent. I feel like we're all on an island. Uh, I don't think that's true either. Yeah, what if What if Lucio went back in time and did it? Oh, what if Lucio steals it and then gifts it to you? That would be the quite, crime. That'd be quite diabolical. So is this, is, this, is this loss now? You already have it. Loss? Yeah, this is lost. I'm going to be in the hatch and I push a button. What if I am the smoke monster? I, <laughs> I No one suspects the butterfly. I find that very appealing. <laughs> hey, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast today, I feel like you should probably give us money to listen to the other part of it. <laughs> but if you don't want to do that, I understand. The least you could do is go subscribe to us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. You know what else would be nice is maybe like a little review on our uh, on our iTunes page. It's been a little while since we got a nice little little uh, high star review there. So uh, go go hit us up. Do us a solid and get us get us trending on that internet so that people... Are... T- t- tell us how much you liked our Helio improv. Tell us how much you enjoyed all that improv that we did. We worked really hard on that for you. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the enemy slime, go do that, and then check out our website, enemyslime.com, and then I guess get the game that we gave you or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I think with that we're out. Come back next week. We'll do better. We promise. We're so sorry. I let's not let's not make any promises. We'll do our best. <laughs>